Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Caffeine. Today, I want to talk about what does feedback mean? That's the key word. What does feedback mean to you? And as always, these episodes are here to help you gain more clarity and self-awareness. I hope that they feel like just a little bit of a an espresso shot or a little bit of caffeine for your morning or for your day, uh, because I believe when we learn about ourselves, when we go through the internal process of learning about ourselves, that's how we make the external change. It's not the goal setting and all that, even though I think that's fine. It is the internal clarity that leads us to really make the changes that we want to see in our life. Um, if you want to reach out for one-on-one coaching, that's always available, and there's always extra resources in the show notes. Now, what does feedback mean to you? If we start at the beginning, when we are young, we are learning machines, and the process for learning is trial and error. It's doing something and then getting a response. You put your hand on the stove, and then you feel the burn. You uh, you know, do something that your parents don't like, and then you see an angry look or a sad look. You do something funny uh, when you're, you know, in grade school and all of your friends laugh and, and you get some positive reinforcement. And so it's feedback that really, uh, and this loop of sort of trial and then feedback that creates the process for learning. And that's no different today. Not, you know, it's not any different than when we were kids today. You sit down um, on the train and someone gives you a look and that's feedback. You uh, speak up in a meeting and people respond to you and that gives you feedback. You're on a sales call and the question somebody asks you gives you feedback. Uh, even more scary, you publish something like a YouTube video, you give a talk, you know, you sing on stage. The audience gives you feedback. And so this is still happening today. And the key thing to start to understand here is that feedback is what it is. It's not good. It's not bad. It is simply information. And with that information, where we can go wrong is we start to ascribe meaning to that information. We start to say, this feedback means something about me, either good or bad. And, and this is a really deep point here that I want you to understand. And so let's say you know, for the first time, uh, you you go up on stage and you try your hand at stand-up. You know, you're going to maybe not get any laughs. And that feedback can be interpreted as many different narratives that we might tell ourselves. It might We might tell ourselves the narrative that, oh my God, this is so terrible and I can't believe I ever thought I should do this. Or, oh my God, I can't believe no one is laughing. I must not be funny. Or we might think to ourselves, interesting. I, when I practiced that, thought that joke was going to be funny, but people didn't respond. I wonder what I'm missing that would make that joke better. So the key point is that how we interpret feedback, what it means to us, makes the difference of whether or not that feedback is actually useful to us. And the problem is that we can really get far away from reality. We can really start to abstract what the feedback means from what it actually is. And so a common thing that can happen is when we're kids, you know, we can have an experience where we don't get the feedback we expect. You know, we're on stage and people don't laugh or we say something and we see a look from somebody and we interpret that in such a way that the energy of that information starts to turn inward on ourselves. And so we can interpret feedback negatively. We can interpret feedback through this sort of failure lens 
which means the feedback is disapproving, where we start to say to ourselves, see, I knew I was bad. See, I knew I shouldn't have done that. I can't believe I did that. And this produces this inward, negative, downward spiral that interprets the feedback as you know, a mechanism for keeping us from growing and keeping us from learning. Contrast that with this growth mindset, this growth lens of interpreting feedback through the lens of self-improvement, and we start to ask very different questions. Why was it that that joke didn't work? What am I missing that could help me improve my stand-up? I didn't mean to make that person sad. Uh, what, what can I do to sort of uh, resolve the situation? How can I grow here? I'm on a sales call and I'm just not getting through to the client. What can I learn about sales so that this conversation goes better? The, the point is that either we are building momentum using the information that we've gathered to improve ourselves in the future. And that's a very external sort of energy flow, right? We're, we're seeing the, the surroundings. We're looking at the feedback for what it is and we're figuring out how do we integrate that and then how do we re-approach uh, the moment, the situation, the stand-up, the speech, the sales from a better place. How do I, how do I re-engage next time using that information to improve where I'm at? That is the growth mindset. That, that is building momentum as a process. That's, that's the process of building momentum. But then there's the failure lens, which you might have in certain areas where the feedback almost goes from the external world to the internal world and then starts sort of starts corkscrewing downward. It's like this almost like circular internal narrative that starts up, which is, you know, disapproving. See, I knew I shouldn't have tried that. I knew I was I was bad. I can't believe I did that. Why was I so stupid? And the languaging in your head might not be that clear and that specific, but the feeling we get is there, right? When you jump off a call that just went terribly, whether it was an interpersonal relationship or a sales call, we all know that feeling of just like, oh, I just feel so terrible. Um, and and we can really sort of disengage, right, in that state. We start to uh, have this sort of negative self-spiral that, that accelerates. It's almost like the thinking, you know, starts to get away from us and we start to kind of get really stuck on that. And, and we want to, typically we want to disengage in that space. Whereas again, the growth mindset is about how do we re-engage? Interesting. I learned something. I want to re-engage next time better. I want to take what I learned and apply it. Oh, that was a really interesting insight about how to lead a meeting. I'm, I'm interested in trying that out next. So the question is really, are you building momentum step-by-step, step, building steam, or are you sort of declining? Are you, you know, corkscrewing downward, like I said? And so, you know, one version of this might be the people listening to the show. Like, let's say there's only 10 people listening to this podcast. I might see the metric and I say, oh, that is just sucks. I only have 10 people listening to this podcast. This is so not worth it. You know, why am I doing this? Why am I spending the time doing this? You know, I'm, it must not be very good. Or honestly, if it's the first time you're doing this, you might say, amazing, I, I had 10 people listen to this podcast. Wow, like I, I wonder where they're from. Um, you know, and of course I'm exaggerating a little bit, but there is this level of sometimes when you start at zero and you have nothing to lose and you only have something to gain, it's actually easier to get into that growth mindset because one customer is better than zero, two customers is better than one. But for somebody who's had a lot of success, and, and if you're somebody who've, who's had success in an area, but you're still finding yourself in this kind of failure mindset, it's likely because you're not looking at each incremental step as growth 
and each piece of information as an opportunity to re-engage and instead you know thinking that this is a decline happening and, and unfortunately as people we really feel better when we're growing and we really feel terrible when we're declining and so if you're used to a certain level of success if you're used to a certain level of feedback a thousand listeners listeners instead of 10 it's going to be much easier for you to interpret 10 instead of a thousand as negative feedback when as i said just in general feedback is feedback it's objective Now, you might have had a very popular podcast. You might have had a very popular career. You might have had a a very popular album. That doesn't mean that the next one is going to be the same, although we can do our best to use what we've learned and reapply. But we're always testing things out, right? People reinvent themselves. Bands reinvent themselves. New albums don't sound like old albums. It's a new test in the market. And so if we can keep this broad... I'm growing mindset of I'm chipping away, I'm taking the next step. Each next step is more momentum. You know, the sales call not going well actually is the best next step to it going well next. That is going to really help make all the difference in how we feel. And today, what I really want people to focus on is more of the sort of internal feeling, like not the thinking side of it so much, but the feeling. Do I approach and re-engage or am I engaged with the process, feeling like, what can I learn? Oh, that was interesting. I'm curious about that. How can I reapply that? Asking people for that type of feedback. I mean, I do that all the time now. What am I missing? How, how could this be better? You know, what am I being stupid about in this situation? Because I want that feedback because I see it as a positive. And that's the critical switch in your head that can happen is you see the feedback, the meaning of the feedback to be positive. Whereas, for somebody who sees the feedback as negative, they're going to avoid it. They're going to shy away. They're going to shut down. They're going to go into that internal sort of space. So I welcome feedback. Uh, you know, send me a note. Let me know how this is. Do you do you like this? What can I do better? Why why is this not hitting the mark for you? If it's not, um, you know, what could I do more of? These things are all very useful. Um, I, I'm happy to hear them. It, it maybe sometimes I still feel a little bit of pain when I hear the negative feedback, but I know it's just going to make things better. Um, and so that's something you can think about is as I approach or re-engage, how am I feeling as it relates to feedback? As always, thanks so much for tuning in and I'll be back again very soon. Later.